Hey everyone, it's Mike. And Alina. And we're back with another episode. What do we have today, Alina? Today we're talking about May crowning. May crowning. Well, this should be good, so I guess it's time to practice. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Practicing Catholic. And we're talking today about May crowning. And what an appropriate time. It's May. It is May. It is May. And May is the month of Mary. Yes, it is. So uh, today we're going to talk about, you know, when did, when did, you know, May crowning begin and why it's important and how we can actually make it better in our lives. So let's talk a little bit about the history. Uh, Alina, what, what have you found in, in your research well, on as this we were topic? Comparing notes, like before we started this, we had a lot yes. of the same notes. Um, so if you're not familiar with May crowning, May crowning is a traditional Roman Catholic rite um, with a solemn procession. And at the end, uh, the statue of Mary is crowned with flowers. Mm-hmm. And it's a special honor to the person who crowns her. They're usually called the queen's attendant. Yes. Um, so that might be, you know, like the valedictorian or the salutatorian at your high school or something. You know, it might be um, one of the girls from the first communicants this year in like mm. second grade. It might, you know, it just it might. Varies. It varies. It might be the homecoming queen, whatever. But it's a very special honor to get to to be the queen's attendant who crowns um, Mary with the flowers. Um, so um, as we were talking like a little bit about the history here, it is found in the earliest stages of the church, but it really yeah. kind of started there in the 18th century, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the original, yeah, when it fully began, we don't know. It's similar to Marian consecration. It's been around. It's been around. But, but it was <laughs> the 18th century when it became of prominence. Right, right. Really they started, started writing it down yes. <laughs> in the 18th century. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened actually when Father La, uh, Latomina? I think so. Yeah. Okay, Latomia, yeah. maybe? Um, He's a Jesuit priest. Yes. So he... Um, started May crowning to counteract infidelity and immorality within the college students. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And this was at the Roman College Society of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, it went on to like all the Jesuit colleges. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from all the Jesuit colleges, um, it kind of spread to the whole church around like the 19th century. It started to be kind of like become these like public crownings. Yes. Um, And so what happened in the 19th century was the image known as the... Mike, you've probably actually seen this image. So when you were in Rome, so pronounce this for me: the Salus Populani Romani. Yes. Okay. Which is like if you see this image, you're gonna know exactly which one I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so that's the one where um, the Blessed Mother is holding like sweet baby Jesus, um, mm-hmm. and it's actually enshrined at the Basilica of Saint Mary Major um, in Rome. And tradition says that Saint Luke himself painted it. Mm. So I. Like, I think that's, that's really cool. And we'll definitely put up um, an image of that because once you see it, you're going to go, oh, that's that picture. I had no idea. Um, but okay. So Pope Clement added two crowns to this icon. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, so by the way, it's a Byzantine icon. Byzantine icon. Okay. Yes. Eastern right. Right. Yeah. Salus Papulani Romani. Yes. Oh, okay. So I wasn't too far no, off. You, you got it. Okay. Not Italian here. Polish. Okay. Pierogi. Right. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> kiabaska. Like, that's yeah, what go. I can say. Um, <laughs> okay. Mike's the Italian. But, um, but yeah, but no, but in the 18th century, but there was a lot that occurred yes, in the 18th like, century in yeah, terms of. Yeah, it was of, all kind of getting like going. You know, uh, apparitions, though, Marian apparitions right. also appeared during this time. Right. And we'll correct? get into that, like, yes. when we talk about, like, why May? Why mm-hmm. did they pick May? Um, but, like, when did the crowning start? So we're like, here in the 19th century, and they're picking May because, like, so much is happening with May. It's very apparent mm-hmm. that May is the month of Mary. May is also another derivative of Mary's name. Same with Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so all your little girls, like, you know, you know Ava May, um, you know, Ave Maria. Like, mm-hmm. these are all different forms of Mary's name. So also we have that with the similarities in May. Um, but Pope Clement added two crowns to the icon, which were later lost mysteriously. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Um, <laughs> But then on August 15th, 1839, on the assumption, mm-hmm. um, which was the assumption used to be um, celebrating May 31st Correct. back then. Back then, um, now it's, now it's August. August 15th, right, yes. so that it is closer to um, the coordination, which is now... Um, in august 22nd yes august 22nd so on the 15th we have the assumption and then august 22nd we have her coronation coronation, right um when uh, the coronation like one of those was originally celebrated may 31st and we swapped that for um mary's assumption which is now may 31st right okay i want to make sure i get my facts right there um so he was celebrating the assumption um and this was Pope Gregory the 16th added the crowns again. And then after the crowning um, of the icon, that's when everybody else kind of started crowning. They, the month of May had already kind of become popularized as mm-hmm. um, this devotion to Mary, the month of Mary. But this is when people actually started going around and putting crowns on statues. <laughs> um, you know, so that that's kind of like when it started getting popular. But back yep. to like... Like you, well, yeah, and in yeah. recent times, uh, you also had uh, Pope Paul VI, who, uh, in his letter, it's a letter on the occasion of the 1st of May, which he promulgated in uh, April 30th, 65, um, he noted not only the traditions of May and devotions to Mary, but also their importance. So that's a, a really nice letter. If you haven't read it, uh, we can make that link available because it's through the Vatican Library. Yeah, yeah. So and you said that was who? Uh, Pope Paul the Sixth. Pope Paul the Sixth. Pope Paul the Sixth. Yeah. All right, because already we got like a lot of really great popes here getting involved in this mm-hmm. like month of May, like Mary and um, the you know the May crowning. We're, we're crown. What's happening in May crowning is we're crowning Mary to be um, not only the Queen of May but the Queen of Heaven and Earth. We're recognizing her divine authority as the you know Queen of Heaven and of Earth and of all of us. Um, but why? Well, what's up with May? Why? Why the month of May? Well, we already kind of said that like May is kind of another <laughs> derivative of her name. But then there's. I mean, the the number is completely unknown, but we have all these different Marian feast days. Mary yes. really likes May. Yes, she does. <laughs> she likes May. It's springtime. You know, and that doesn't, that hits me right because, you know, Mary is um, a sign of new life. Mm-hmm. So the irony is not lost to me that we celebrate you know, her crowning in the springtime when everything is all new. So we have Our Lady Queen of the Apostles, which is the Saturday after the Ascension. So that usually falls in May. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we have Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament, which is the 13th. We have Our Lady of Fatima, which is also the 13th. We have Mary Help of Quish- Christians, which is the 24th. Mm-hmm. We have Mary the Mediatrix of mm-hmm. All Graces, or Mediatrix, sorry, mm-hmm. of All Graces, which is the 31st. The Visitation now on the 31st. Yes. Um, and then in 1830, Mary appeared four times. Four times. To St. Catherine Labrie in the month of May. Yes. Um, it's St. Catherine Labrie who the store is named after and is also one of our Vincentian founding members. She founded the Vincentian Marian Youth. Um, you used to be called Children of Mary, but that's a whole different podcast that you can look up that we did. Um, in 1846, she appeared to the children of La Siette, France. Yes. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. All right. 18, um, yep, 1858. And in 1858, St. Bernadette at Lourdes. And yep. then in 1917, to the three children at Fatima. Fatima. Yeah. Like all in May. All in May. That's yeah, why I mean, May. That's why May. <laughs> because I mean, Mary likes May, so well, we do and, May. We do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important that, you know, a lot of a lot of members of our faith don't understand. Like, why did the church pick May? Oh, they picked it because of we May. We did. Mary like did. Mary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mary really? did. <laughs> but if you look at the history and you look at all that has occurred in the month of May, you know, it's it's very, very it it, it it makes more sense. So uh, so that's why. And again, like know. Mary's the Ark of yeah. the Covenant. She brought the new covenant. Mm-hmm. She's the new Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. bringing all things new. So again, springtime and May, like I, I see what you're doing there. I'm connecting the dots. Like yeah. kudos, Mary. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's a little bit of the history and why we've chosen May. Why the church is why the church has chosen to recognize so Mary's month of May. How how do we as Catholics make our devotion in this period of time better? Oh my goodness. Um okay, so May, like what what can we do again, like Mike said, as Catholics, as practicing Catholics here, um, to honor this age old tradition here. I mean, this has been around for a minute. Like what can we do um, ourselves to do this? Um, well, I've got some things here. I got four things here that you can do um, to host a May crowning, like uh, within your own home or at your school or at your parish. Um, it doesn't have to be accompanied by mass or anything. Um, that's a beautiful tradition though. Like most parishes after a certain mass, they will process down the whole congregation to the Mary statue and crown her with um, flowers or a, usually something nice you know silk flowers or real flowers you usually don't use like a plastic tiara i mean but if that's what you got you know mary recognizes that Mm -hmm. all right so number one make mary the focus this isn't about you it's about recognizing her divinity Mm -hmm. and how we can um, better serve her Mm -hmm. to better serve her son because as vincentians we believe that to Jesus through Mary, who Correct. knew him better than yeah. her first disciple. Yeah, devotion to the Blessed Mother is not worship. No. And it's a misconception out there. So just to pr- provide some clarification quickly, devotion to the Blessed Mother only ever leads you to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so that's just something that um, our, if, if you're questioned about devotion to the Blessed Mother by by uh, Protestant friends who, who often are, are not understanding it of, a, of it all uh, it's always important to to remind them that any devotion to the blessed mother always leads to her son correct um, so n- number two you can go ahead and um, make a crown of flowers if you've got a picture of the blessed virgin in your home or a statue or yeah. anything like that I have a nice little plastic one made from like recycled bottle caps that's Perfect. there in the like yeah. flower garden um, out front that my husband got me a few years ago for 
I think our anniversary or something. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, it, it doesn't, it's not a fancy one by any means, but you know, we, that's what we have. So we're going to utilize what we have, um, make a little crown of flowers or, you know, out of silk flowers or real flowers out of the garden, go pick up all the dandelions. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then keep a song in mind. Number three, you know, pick one of those Marian songs you might know. Or if you're doing mm-hmm. this as a parish, um, you know, p- uh, you know, have somebody play the Ave Maria or Immaculate Mary, um, Hail Mary, like Gentle Woman, like any of those great Marian songs that you know, kind of by heart, that you guys could all sing maybe together. Um, it does. It doesn't have to be like super duper fancy, you know, just as long as everybody is again, um, keeping this about Mary. Um, and then how to host it. Like if you're going to do this at your home, like it's mm-hmm. COVID, I get that some people aren't trying to gather in big groups sure. still, you know, so if you're going to use the little statue you have in your garden or your image of Mary that you have, you know, still go ahead and dress up, mm-hmm. you know, like make it a big deal. Like yeah. you're attending a coordinate, a coordination, mm-hmm. yes. you know, I mean yeah. like that's a big thing. Somebody is being crowned queen. Like mm-hmm. if you were really going to be there when this happened, happen what would you mm-hmm. wear um you know and again maybe pick a queen's attendant out of yeah. your family or out of your class or out of your parish um give them that honor um and then um remember to pray for all the mothers mm-hmm. as you're doing That's this all the grandmothers yeah. especially those of the faithfully departed yes. um for all mother expectant mothers for all those mothers yeah. who have lost children for all the mothers um that are yet to be mothers yes. for the mothers missing mothers you know, all of that, keep all of those people in your prayer and keep them close to your heart as Mary kept those, I, those thoughts close to her heart. Sure. Well, and I, I, I love this idea of, of creating truly like a shrine for the blessed mother. Yes. You know, and, and that's what you're doing again. It's, it's an outward display of your own faith in your home. Mm-hmm. It's for your children. It's for your neighbors to see. It could be indoor, outdoor. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. It's about making it, uh, putting it on display, mm-hmm. you know, and to me, I think that, you know, that's one thing about these types of things that I enjoy is that, you know, we often often say, hey, I have faith, but to put it on display is is, is another step yep. of, of being stronger in your faith. Exactly. So. Um, and, you know, why, why kind of like do this again? Like Mike said, outward dis- um, signs of displaying your faith can help you grow. It can also help others grow. Yes. You know, this is a great way to evangelize to others. And then... But what am I going to get out of it? You know, people want to know, what about me? What am I? Because we live in that culture. This is the perfect opportunity to recognize the peace that Mary brings as the bringer mm-hmm. of peace. Um, and a revitalization, as we talked about earlier, knowing that Mary is a sign of new life. And this is spring. And we're all coming together, you know, um, with the spring and the new life and all, and just kind of, you know, coming full circle here um, within the month of May, as we celebrate all mothers to celebrate our heavenly mother. Yeah. I I love that. You know, I I found a little thing here by Pope St. John Paul II. And he says that, you know, Mary is, is the perfect follower of Christ. The maid of Nazareth consented to God's plan. She journeyed on the pilgrimage of faith. She listened to God's word and kept it in her heart. She remained steadfast in close union with her son all the way to the foot of the cross. She pers- she persevered in prayer with the church, especially the early church after his death resurrection. So in that eminent way, she won the crown of righteousness, the crown of life, the crown of glory that is promised to all those who follow Christ. Mm. And so, you know, again, 
It is, but it's such a prominent way of thinking about May crowning that it's just not something simple. Mm-hmm. The simpleness of it, I guess, is really much more profound because of what she is, who not only who she is, one, but what she is to us. She is a model, a model of faith, a model of dedication, a model of commitment, a model of evangelization, a model of forgiveness, a model of everything. And she did it simply, she did it quietly, and she did it with love. Mm. That's mm. just beautiful. Yeah. Sometimes I have some, some deep thoughts. Anyway. <laughs> there we go. I don't that's even know where that came from. Maybe it's the grace of the Blessed Mother being bestowed through the Holy Spirit. Okay, moving on. Anyway. Let's go with that. All right, so guys, that wraps us up for today, unless Mike has anything else you want to add. No, you know, I just want to say thank you, as always, to uh, all the listeners uh, and uh, for their support. We do have uh, a Patreon episode coming out. So it's actually on Marian Consecration. And if you'd like to hear that, this is a great way to, to hear that episode is to become a, a sponsor of the show. And again, all of your proceeds, all the proceeds we, we get from uh, our, our Patreon page go to help support all the work that we're doing here at DMY. It helps support youth group. It helps support our service projects. And last and certainly not least, it helps support uh, our annual mission trip operation overhaul. But uh, thank you to everyone for Uh, your time. God bless you. And as always, until next time, keep practicing. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share.